Many years ago, when Jesus walked the earth, before he was crucified, he was taken in the presence of Pontius Pilate, who asked Jesus a question, but did not wait for the answer. The question was, what is truth? I found myself asking the same question, what is truth? I knew the answer, but here I am preaching in to people who think the gospel is powerless. This powerlessness leads to hopelessness. And many of us, because of this hopelessness, put on a facade to show the world that we are joyful, but inside we are screaming out to God, Where are you? What is the truth? What is happening? That is not Christianity, my friend. That is a facade fake and people will see that fakery bakery in your life and if you ask them to be like you they'll say no thank you god is going to change that in our lives amen god is going to change that because christianity is not powerless if you're filled with the holy spirit romans 15:13 says you will abound with hope hallelujah This is the whole package of salvation and I'm going to teach you through the word today so that you'll understand this and the truth you know will set you free. Amen. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. from all the barricades the enemy has constructed from all the walls that you have made not letting others in but in the process stopping god himself from coming in let's turn our bibles to 2 corinthians 13:4 is the overhead working yes for though he was crucified in weakness who was crucified yes jesus but also the thieves no but it's talking about jesus yes many people were crucified yes in fact that was the roman way of execution but this is talking about jesus jesus our christ the christ of god yes though he was crucified in weakness yet he lives by the power of god yes now you can understand the power of god saying okay god has power because he is god but scripture says not by might not by power but by the holy spirit yes and jesus himself said you shall receive the holy spirit you shall receive power when the holy spirit shall come upon you yes so you understand this power is talking about no one else but the holy spirit yes <clears throat> he says yet he lives by the power of god present continuous yes jesus is alive yes for we also are we in him are we in him this is present continuous even though you are in the new covenant you are weak in him yes this is crucial to understand weak in whom in god and in christ but god has done something about it everyone thinks that we are strong in christ yes we are more than conquerors but it says we are also weak in him what does that mean but we shall live with him by the power of god towards you yes so in other words yes we are weak 
But the power of God enables us to live like God and overcome. Yes? Do you understand? This speaks of the very active flesh in us that makes us weak. But even though we find ourselves weak, the power of God, I'm talking about born again believers of Jesus Christ filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, the power of God is more than enough for us and for the ministry for which we are called. That is how we are supposed to live. That is our walk. Yes, that is what Romans 6 to 8 is talking about. The Apostle Paul is talking about. Yes, it's in his weakness, he says, I do the things I don't want to do, but I don't want to do them. But what I don't want to do, I do. Who will save me? Then he answers, what? What will save me? Kinder Joy? No, Jesus, yes. But here's the thing. It doesn't stop at Jesus. And most Christians, because of the way they even call themselves Christians, get this wrong or wrongly because it doesn't stop with Jesus. All Jesus did, I'm not putting down what Jesus did. Please understand what I'm saying. All Jesus did was reconcile us to the Father. Now you have an active SIM card. Yes. Huh. You can say that. Your SIM card is active but there is no charge in it. As there is no money in it, how can you make a call? When you call, they'll say beep. You have to put money in or you can't make this call. I don't know, depending on who, which service. Do you understand? Yes? And so our Father gave us the Holy Spirit to overcome, to put money in that card. So when the devil comes at you, you say to the devil, you can't touch me. Why? Not because you're strong, because he who is in you is stronger than he who is in the world. Hallelujah! That is power. And that gives you hope. When I was visited by the devil in the cardiac unit, oh, what's he, what is it called? CCU, ICU, whatever. Boldness rose up and I said, you can't touch me. Because to get to me, you have to get through to Jesus. I said, I was like, why are you wasting your time? Yeah, Go find someone else to bother. I can't be bothered with you. I was not genuinely not afraid. But I'm asking you, most of you see a sign of the devil somewhere, you'll run the other way. Why are you afraid when God has given you the power to overcome? That is outward. Inward, Paul says, I do the things I don't want to do. But who will save me? Christ Jesus. Therefore, he says, Romans 8, 1 says what? Now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yes? But it continues and some versions have taken it away. Some texts have taken it away. Why? The devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. Yes? If you live by the spirit and not by the flesh. Because in the spirit you will put to death the things of the flesh. Yes? Do you understand? Yes? So you understand what this weakness is. Go to Matthew 26.41. Watch and pray. I have explained this. This is at the garden when Jesus told the disciples, watch, wear a watch and pray, yes? And what did they do? They wore a watch and they slept, yes? Joke, pastor joke, funny, no, Megan? No, yes, good, good, good. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. 
the spirit indeed is willing but the flesh is weak there is a lot to learn from this what is the temptation what is there what is he talking about but what we must understand that this is before he went to the cross yes and that spirit if you look at the bible and the way it is it is small s it is not the holy spirit it is the human spirit we are all willing to pray to watch and pray to wear watch and pray to get up at we want to get up at 3 o'clock 4 o'clock 5 o'clock whatever do you understand spirit is willing but the flesh is sleep sleep god has given us the holy spirit in the new covenant is a human spirit and the flesh in the old testament that made the disciples go to sleep but in the new testament it is the holy spirit and our flesh and which is stronger the holy spirit every time but you need to sharpen your axe because the holy spirit can only tell you is not a slave owner or a taskmaster he'll tell you take a right john and john will say oh yes taking a right but taking a left is better i think i am smarter than you are and then what happens the road gets flooded and the lord tells me i told you so so i come back this has happened to me yes but to understand but the fact is the holy spirit gives life life always remember that it is the holy spirit and the flesh in us it is our choice but it's no longer the human flesh it is the holy spirit that dom- that should dominate is that clear so if we love that then our sufficiency is from god who gives us his spirit go to ephesians 1:13 to 14 it's talking about the holy spirit you can read that later but understand that we are sealed with the holy spirit as a guarantee of the inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession jesus purchased us yes he did that but then to do what is right in the kingdom of god according to the will of god we have the mind of christ god has given us the holy spirit in the old marital rights especially jewish rights for the girls if once the engagement is over a servant is sent from the boy's house the helper whatever to the girl's house so the girl will know how to make coffee what pleases the bridegroom how things are done in that house when i married anu there was a cultural clash i'll tell you an example i went to church and i stood there and my step brother and my sister took the car went to her house because according to their culture they're supposed to pick her up and then bring her to church so my step brother and my sister went to the house to pick her up and the neighbor said boy and my step brother is like every day boy where did she go and here's me wearing sunglasses still at the church they have just t- taken a right from the church to pick up anu 
and a car comes in with a horseshoe in front with Anu in it. I'm like, that's not the same car. I know Anu steps out. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? And she walks in half. I don't know whether she was alive or a zombie. Yeah, because the doctor said, I'll get her to the church on time. What happened? The day before she saw my picture and passed out. Yes. It's truth, no? <laughs> She's not saying anything, but my mother-in-law's there. Yes. <laughs> And I went and met the doctor and said, don't worry, I'll get you to the church on time. Yeah, somebody came to the church on time, yes. But we don't know who and we don't even know who the priest married, yeah. Because I don't know, the priest wanted to get married, I guess, yeah. Because he wanted to try the talia, the, the, the wedding thing, yeah. I said, it's my job. He said, no, it's my job. Uh-huh. Almost, we had a fight almost, yeah. But anyway, it was a joke. And I was wondering why the church was so dark. Then I realized I still had my sunglasses on. And I slowly took it out. This is doing the wedding, yeah? I was wondering why it is the church kept all dark. I was wondering. And once I was driving, I was wondering, what's wrong with my eye? Because one eye is bright and the other is like, what is wrong? And Anu was saying, your glasses fell off. <laughs> so, so one fell off and the other one had sunglasses. I was like wondering what. Huh? Yeah, a lot of fun you can have like that. But when it comes to the word, is there reality in your life? We are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Yes, the promised Holy Spirit completes our salvation. Jesus reconciled us to our Heavenly Father, but our Heavenly Father sealed us with the promised Holy Spirit. And those who are sealed and who walk according to the Spirit, there is no condemnation. So then, what are you afraid of? Yes? Do you understand? Yes? Now, go to 2 Corinthians 13.5. These are the scriptures that used to condemn me here before. And I'm sharing them with you so that you all feel condemned and miserable and like a worm. And you can say, oh, Pastor P made us feel like we are nothing but worms. No, this is not to condemn you. This is to give you hope. Is that clear? 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Examine yourself as to whether you are in the faith. Yes, that is true. Check your life. Because obviously you should not be in some kind of ritual or something. Your faith must be real. Test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is, is, is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Yes? Here's what I used to think. Even though I thought I was in faith, I still see the mischievous acts of sin. I know that when God is not looking or I think he's not looking, I do something else. But do you understand what I mean? Oh, he's always looking, yes? But... Here's the thing, I don't want to be disqualified. Do you want to be disqualified? Not by God, yes? So here's the thing in me, that wants to sin, but does not want to be disqualified. And God is always looking. I'm like, look away. Don't you have something better to do than always look at me? I really thank God for Jesus Christ in me. Because, go to 1 John 2.1. My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. Why is he writing that? That we may not sin. And if anyone sins, ah, then I perked up. I'm like, yeah, that's me. 
Yeah, if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. While we were sinners, He died for us. So, what are we afraid of? We have an advocate with Him, but that is not a license to sin. But this is the power of God. That is called grace. Think about it. Do you understand? It's not a license to commit sin, but it's the power of God. Even if you sin, Jesus says, "Okay." He tells the father, "Look the other way." Over, basically, but do you understand? But he's not telling his father to look the. What Jesus is saying is, "My blood speaks for John. My blood speaks for Steve. My blood speaks for Anshu. It's more than enough." Amen. Why are you afraid? Our sufficiency is from God. Yes, Paul is saying to his people that he raised up that you are our epistles. That means our letters from Christ, written by the Spirit. I'm like, yeah, you don't know me. I'm a letter of condemnation. Do you do you understand? If you were to write to me, I don't think they would put it in the Bible. because of the horrible things i have done but it says you are the letter or epistles of christ written in the spirit yes like me we struggle with sin and condemnation because we know that without the holy spirit we fail miserably but there is hope with the holy spirit yes what does romans 8:13 say for if you live according to the flesh you will die but by the spirit is the s capitalized you put to death the deeds of the body you will live it's something you have to do do you understand that's why i tell you to sharpen your axe go to galatians 5:16 i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh these are not just words because the flesh is real and it goes after you with everything it's got the devil walks about like a roaring lion yes seeking whom he may devour but walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh when you walk in the spirit when someone offers you whiskey even though it was your favorite whiskey you will say hmm what is that throw it away because it is not attractive at all is that clear Here's the thing Galatians 5:24 and 25 Those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires If we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit yes what does that mean This is a problem worse or this was a problem worse for me because I did not think that my passions and my desires were crucified with Christ but i realized that i did not have the power to crucify that but i had the choice to submit to sanctification if you understand when i chased after what's god he removed what is of the devil before i was trying to remove what is of the devil by myself and i was failing miserably but here's the key chase after god and he's already given you his righteousness you are already the temple so chase after him and that he has given you the power yes do you understand so if we live by the spirit that is why i'm a romans 8 one says what you're in the spirit not in the flesh if we li- live by the spirit let us also walk in the spirit 
that means when you come to a decision making fork flesh or the spirit walk where the spirit leads you is that clear elven yes do you understand this is freedom if i desire anything as a personal achievement this is what i strive for to walk in the spirit at all times i'm not there yet but i will be there and i'm better than all of you put together yeah but i'm just saying that as a joke but you understand yes i'm not there yet but he will perfect that which concerns me it's his job as i submit to him and chase after him is that clear and what do i do flee youthful lust resist the devil do you understand the battle is his victory is mine do you understand yes now it comes down to the reality we serve a good god how many of you believe that we serve the father of lights and we serve a god who likes to give gifts and his biggest gift is jesus and if you put your faith in jesus doesn't matter who you are how much you have sinned and that is called grace if you put your faith in him then he fills you with the holy spirit so it's not based on your merit hallelujah yes how do you know all this well i know this from scripture go to luke 11 11 to 13 if a son asks for bread from any father among you will he give him a stone if he asks for a fish will he give him a serpent instead of a fish or if he asks for an egg will he offer him a scorpion if you then being what evil are you evil are you evil your heart is evil yes what you think is good aren't you is actually evil in front of god because who has eaten the tree of the knowledge of good and evil anchus for father yes ha 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 but do you do, do you know what i'm saying yes what we think is good is actually evil in god's eyes it is only good when god sees it is good that is why we must renew our mind yes so that we can put an equal to sign next to what god says not what we think is good to understand yesterday we were thinking of getting one person married to another person and um and the person's mother said he doesn't have a job he doesn't have anything he doesn't have loses and he doesn't have that that is all human conditions if the lord said this then who cares what do you understand but did the lord actually say that that's another thing but if the lord says then go ahead god knows because he gives the power to give make wealth yes do you understand if you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask him so we're going to spend some time asking him for what good gifts or the holy spirit holy spirit or the egg huh? no for the holy spirit hallelujah and guess what our father is going to answer us from heaven and give us the holy spirit ask and you will receive amen so rise up to your feet we're going to ask him in our own way there is no formula there is no i can't tell you how to ask 
you can ask in english swahili malayalam i don't know what you can ask in tongues you can ask in arabic if you can speak arabic to understand but ask and you will receive and you will overcome and you will abound with joy hallelujah is that clear